Alright, run it. Welcome to the Ocker Minority Podcast, episode 19. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, aka Brutus, and she is Tiggles, also known as Lady Godiva. What's cracking? Hey, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Episode 19, what is up? <laughs> <laughs> today, today, well, when this come out, it'll be the day after, but you know what today is, right? What is today? The eyes of March. Wow. Yo, I, I don't I, care to explain. <laughs> I love the eyes of March, first of all, because eyes of March, <clears throat> it goes back to this thing in William Shakespeare's play, Julius Caesar. Now, when you talk about Julius Caesar, you talk about a man that was very confident in himself. Like he was very full of himself. Like he has this one story that goes, mind you, you got to keep in mind that the, um, he who wins the battle tells the tales. But um, Julius Caesar has this one story where he gets captured by a, a group of pirates. And while he's getting captured by these group of pirates, <clears throat> Julius Caesar used to also be a poet. So he got captured and when he, he made a po- poem for them. And the poem was about killing them, was about how he's going to get his revenge and kill them. So <laughs> they're just laughing. They're like, ha ha, little boy. I think he was like 20, 22 at the time. That's like, ah, whatever. And then as as the story goes, he came back and he killed them. Like he got he you know he got his freedom and killed them or whatever. But that's not what the eyes of March is about. Eyes of March is about to tell what the soothsayer tells Julius Caesar at this time. Julie at this point in time, Julius Caesar is um the king of Rome. They're telling him, you know, he done but he done this was the start of the Roman Empire and then brought down um the Republic of Rome. So the you know the Roman Republic. So the the, the soothsayer. A soothsayer can see the future. So somebody tells me, somebody that can see the future tells me to beware the eyes of March, and I tell them to fuck off. Then I deserve everything that comes to me. So he goes to the um, he goes to the meeting for the with the senators, or whatever, and they stab his ass in his chest, his back, his leg. He gets stabbed left, right, up, down, north, west, east, south. Like he gets that he gets fucked up. What? Yes, he gets <laughs> fucked up, and then at the end. The last stab, he gets stabbed 23 times. The last stab was from Brutus. That's why he's like, and Brutus was like his best friend. And he was like, you too, Brutus? As the blood's like gushing out, it's not the Brutus stabs in the stomach. But the reason they killed, the reason they killed Julius Caesar is because he was power hungry. Like Julius Caesar, as as you can tell, if he Julius if Julius Caesar is not listening to a person that can predict the future, what makes it think that he's going to listen to you? Right. Like they're telling him, don't do this, Julius. Don't do this, this, that, and the third. But he's not listening. So they was like, we got to stop him from becoming, we got to stop him from becoming mad with power. Mm. Like Julius Caesar, like I said, Julius Caesar gave no fuck about no, Julius Caesar gave no fuck about nobody. It's kind of, <laughs> you know who Julius Caesar reminds me of? <laughs> oh my God, Donald Trump. <laughs> Julius Caesar, oh my God. Okay. Julius Caesar is Donald Trump, but hopefully Donald Trump doesn't become Julius Caesar, as in he doesn't get that power of Julius Caesar. Yeah, I think he already thinks he's there. <laughs> oh my god, yo, 
Oh man, his um his rally got shut down in Chicago and all hell on Twitter. <laughs> I made this I made this tweet. I was like, um, I heard y'all uh, I heard y'all clan meeting got canceled. I mean, y'all um y'all Trump rally, y'all done got y'all mama good white sheets out for nothing. Oh. <laughs> y'all was looking at the impressions. It got three thousand impressions on it, and um a whole bunch of retweets, a whole bunch of favorites. And then here comes the Donald Trump fans. You want to speak English? We're in America. That was English. So instead of me getting mad at them, I kept on retweeting them like, oh, oh. Then this one dude, he went as far to make a whole Twitter account. It was a whole Twitter account made that same day just to tell me, did you learn that in the school? Like he fu- like he fucked up. He fucked up school. He fucked up every letter possible in, in any of the damn spellings of anything. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to be deliberate or what, because he spelled school S K O O L. You know, like like I guess how I guess how I guess he was trying to be. You know, he was trying to be funny. He thought he thought, oh, he's black. I'm throw you know, right? Just Rex for everything. So I was like, you made this whole Twitter just to say this to me. Now that's love. Let me give you a hug <laughs> and like. <laughs> so I'm just out here battling with these idiots. They calling me idiot. I'm like, oh, idiot. That's what people say. I was like, when people say they don't like tacos, like, I'm like, I'm giving them everything they don't want. Like, I'm just like shunning it off. So most of them blocked me as if I was the antagonist. Like, like I was fucking with them. Wow. One blocked me. The other one, he had like a thousand um, followers. I guess people started attacking him. He like deleted his whole account. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he said, fuck this shit. Like, I, you he's not, he, he couldn't handle the heat. How you mad? Exactly. How you mad at me because you said something and my reply was positive? Because like, I could have went that route and start yelling at you, but it's it's Twitter. It's not that serious. I'm not about to yell at you. Right. Y'all claim. It, it's this is a funny world. I tell you. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of tweets, I I came across this. Uh, I guess it's not a meme, but like a snapshot of tweets between Donald Trump and this one guy, a young guy, and uh, basically Donald Trump, with his thick face, says, the organized group of people, many of them thugs, who shut down our First Amendment rights in Chicago have totally (laughs) energized America. And this young guy says, the First Amendment protects citizens from the government, not from unfriendly audiences. And he added the real uh, real Donald Trump. And then this one chick, you know, because people have to stick their nose, she's like, you're a lawyer? I don't think so. Talking to the young guy who tweeted Donald Trump. And he said, constitutional attorney specializing in First Amendment, Amendment law, you... And then he put up his, <laughs> his profile. Excuse me. He put up his profile that states that he went to law school and all. You know his background, pretty much. That's crazy. But you don't need to go to. You don't need to go to law school to know the First Amendment. Right. Exactly. Google. About, he should have just. You know. He should have did. He should have just linked Donald Trump to our last week's podcast when we put Manny Pacquiao in his place about First Amendment or well, freedom of speech. Yeah. Did you see the picture of the old lady who's a Donald Trump supporter and she's throwing up the and she's doing the um the the Nazi salute? 
No, I didn't, and I don't want to. Oh my god, this oh my whoo, these motherfuckers, yo. They went it's from all having, a joke. having these clan rallies in the um in the woods to in the open now. But what what was what? <laughs> like ain't about to spend too much time on Donald Trump. I'm really not, cause y'all just don't we 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 done told y'all don't elect him. He's a damn fool. He got Sarah Sarah Palin out here. I don't know what peyote she on, <laughs> but she she done got in front of a whole crowd and went. The news want to show those thugs, those, those punk ashes, those punk ashes thuggery. She thought she wow. was, yo, you know, you know, like you be freestyling with your your friends, and then you say something clever. You're like, oh, I gotta say that again. So she getting in front. So she probably was talking about this shit with her friends, and she said, "It's punk ass thuggery." That's going on in these streets of Chicago. She's like, I got to sit at the Trump rally. She get wow. up there, she says that. And after she says that, I swear she goes, what is wrong with the media? What is wrong with you? You just called a bunch of individuals that don't want, that, that just wanted peace and showed up. <laughs> Trump out here so scared for his life, bro. Like, how you going to stop ISIS? But you scared of some, you scared of protests. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. A dude and um this one protester, he got so close to Trump, but Trump shit his pants. And he had a Dreamville shirt on, but that's not the thing that I want to talk about. The thing that I want to talk about is the dude that the dude that attacked Trump, that's the same dude from when the Confederate flag um controversy was going on on Stubble Mountain. He took a Confederate flag and then went in front of all these angry rednecks and he burnt it in front of them and stomped it out in some Jordans. That's that dude. Oh wow! Living, he's a living fucking legend. <laughs> and then you you can see these rednecks. They're like, "How dare you! You snowball flight! You 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 disrespect my! You need to learn your history! I tell you, you know, you know they get mad at boy, but man, man, he couldn't even see no English. He was so mad. But you know, y'all want to fly that? Y'all want to fly that flag of the lose? Y'all lost the war, so I don't know why. Leave it to America to celebrate something. That basically is a synonymous with losing, because that's what you did. You lost the. I'm not gonna Jesus. Mm-hmm. I can go there. Not gonna go there anyway. Yo, Kylie getting big. Getting big. That's a, <laughs> that's a look. That's a transition. Y'all better stop complaining about that. You know, Kylie's getting big. But <laughs> <laughs> yo, yesterday I was playing some music, and I was playing um Prince Purple Rain. Uh-oh. I played um Journey. Uh-huh. She was feeling it. She was like, oh, you you know the journey be like, oh, 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 you know, faithfully. You know that? Yeah. She was like, she like threw her head back, arms waving in the air. I'm like, what the hell going on? <laughs> I like my I'm like, let me let me, I'm like, let me find out my knees know about this. <laughs> she was really enjoying, she was really enjoying Prince. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she listened to this purple rain, Prince, purple rain, his own, you know, journey, Genesis. I wanted to put on human on um, human society, but yeah, she was really into it. And then like Tootsie Roll came on. <laughs> Let me tell you. She ain't feeling Tootsie Roll. Really? No, she is not going to the left. To the left, to the right, to the right, to the back, to the back. And it wasn't the Tootsie Roll verse where they go, yo, what's up? You want some of this dick? It was, <laughs> it 
<laughs> oh, man. It was just, I don't know why Tootsie Roll was playing. But yeah, she was not feeling Tootsie Roll. Aww. Which, so is pretty, which is pretty funny because her father, my brother, he has horrible taste in music. So I feel so bad for her. <laughs> but that's but, why she has a great uncle who will make up for that. She gonna need me at all times because, like, she actually she actually listens to um classical music too because it's got this um this piano, you know, you wind it up and it plays music. She likes that uh-huh. as well. So I'm like, you got you got all this great collection of music. Then you got your dad who listens to Chief Keith and thinks that's me. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I gotta save her because she can't she can't be listening to Chief Keith. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. <laughs> no, she want to be saved. I'd rather she listen to Three Six Mafia. Don't right. She don't want to be saved. Don't want to be saved. But yeah, that Genesis. I mean, not that Genesis. But she'll listen that faithfully. Oh, oh, she throw a head back. I'm like, what's going the hell going on? <laughs> Make oh sure you hold her head right, because that head, she but she be out of control with it. <laughs> Did she be rolling her eyes at people? Oh, I'm like, you know, they can see you, right? <laughs> she will mean mug you, roll her eye. like woman. Listen, girl, calm down. They can see you throwing your eyes back. You thought you rolling your eyes, mean mug. She will put her hand behind her head and stare at people. Like, oh my god, this girl too already has an attitude, huh? <laughs> right? Oh my god, speaking of attitudes. Man, Uh-oh. what are we gonna do with these kids nowadays? Man, and, and I know we heard this when we were growing up, but it is nothing compared to these children nowadays. I am so serious. I had an episode yesterday with my daughter. Would you like to hear it? What, what my princess doing? Oh my goodness. I already had a long day at work, right? So I go to pick them up. And I'm driving down the road. And Miss Janelle hands me a phone. <laughs> what? Wait. A phone? You said a phone. So that means it's not your phone? And a phone. Not my phone. A oh. phone. Oh, right? And okay. it's like a brand new phone at that. What? Yes. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Mind you, I am driving. And she's like, I wanted to tell you the truth now so I wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'd say, yeah, you going to tell me the truth regardless. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, how should I approach this? I've never dealt with this before. God help me. So, um, you know, I ask her, I'm like, where did you get this phone? It was a gift, mom. Oh, who the hell gives an eight-year-old a phone as a gift, right? And she goes, well, my friend, my friend's father. What? um, Yeah. My friend's father. Man, um, got me this phone as a gift because I don't have a phone. 
you should have seen my neck went back like freaking one of those scary movies. I'm trying hard to hold my my what? <laughs> I said, fuck my driving. I just went all the way back. He looking at like dead in this motherfucker. What the what? <laughs> I was like, okay, hold up. <laughs> Hold up a second. <laughs> uh, am I the parent or is this this man that I've never met a parent? Your parent. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, she goes, I was like, so what made you think it was okay to take a phone when I told you to never take things from anybody, right? Don't accept things from anyone unless I'm there and you get my permission. This child tells me, I felt like I was responsible enough to have a phone. Woo! <laughs> oh, this ain't my princess. This ain't oh. my shy princess. This is not my shy princess. I, for real. For real. For real. <laughs> this is the same princess that want me to hold her while we walk. This is the same princess that don't like walking. Right. But she said she felt she was responsible enough. She felt like she was responsible enough to have a phone. I said, oh, yeah. I said, give me that phone. Right? So uh, (laughs) next thing, you know, I, you know, all kinds of questions are popping up in my head. I said, okay, genius. Where did this all happen? Like, where, when did you get this phone? Oh, while I was in class. You were in class? Man. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, you're you've been an excellent student this thus far. Straight A's. If you ruin that shit, <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, but I did say, you know, you're an excellent student so far. Don't mess it up. I was like, what were you thinking? Do you what what do you think would have happened if that phone rang and you had it in your hand and then your teacher caught you with it? Don't you think you would have gotten in trouble? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then, but she goes, but she tells me, but she's like, but I lowered the volume. I turned the volume down all the way. Motherfucker. (laughs) Bruh. This is not my princess. What? Ooh, I, I, I fully blame the school. This is not. This is not. This is not my. This is not my princess. No, but First she all, they didn't. I just. I just want to know why grown ass men thought it was appropriate to give a child a phone. Like, do we? I'm don't get ran up on, bro. Oh wait, but but get this. The child goes tells Janelle, my father is rich, and he makes phones or whatever programs phones. I don't know what the terminology she used, but. Long story short, I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't give a fuck if this man shits money. <laughs> that doesn't fuck. impress me. I don't give a fuck if he Bill Gates. Right. That I'm hell? Still need pedo. I'm gonna need, still need this pedo not to give children phones. What the fuck? Who the fuck giving children phones? So, my man, what? So I had to take a seat back because I was kind of like, you know, there's always two to three sides of the story, whatever. And I'm <laughs> sitting here thinking. Maybe, just maybe, the child might have taken it from home and kind of put it on her father and just really wanted Janelle to have a phone so she could text her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
I'm not taking any chances. Guess where I'll be going tomorrow? Right to that school. Yes, sir. I'm going right there. And I got her um, the child's father's phone number, which mm-hmm. I have not dialed yet because I'm trying to figure out how not to cuss this man out. <laughs> Dial it live on air. Let's go. <laughs> like, excuse me, sir. I'd be like, hey. I'm like, hey, how you doing tonight, man? You know, <laughs> this is John. Janelle, I, you know, I gotta lie. I'm like, Janelle's father. Oh, oh, I'm like, don't owe me, motherfucker. You know what the fuck. I was like, you know what the fuck this is, boy. He's like, oh, God, what the hell is the out of body experience you having? No, motherfucker, you have an out of body experience. You got damn get Janelle another motherfucking phone. Fuck wrong with you, grown ass man. Man, so. Fuck, man, I ain't play. I'll fuck somebody else. They fuck with Janelle, bro. If you would have sent Janelle a text, I would have been at his belt, bro. That's not. You know what's you know what was so creepy though? I'm not even joking. I was sitting with Janelle and, and Jacob. We were sitting down watching a movie. Next thing you know, we see the doorknob turn. Like it's gonna open. What the hell going on? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, so anyways, we had a long talk because she got really upset that I was not speaking to her because I, I was trying. I go from zero to hundred real quick. <laughs> when it you comes to my silent children. To children. <laughs> What'd you say? You out here giving silent treatments to children. <laughs> well, well, technically I was dealing with Jacob because he did something too, but we're not don't gonna put, air that. Don't yeah, don't put my home business out there like that. Right. So um I was giving her this sli- a silent treatment after you know the conversation because I'm trying to calm myself down because I had to remember she's only eight years old and I don't want to fuck her up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, but anyways, we had a long talk and my beautiful sweet Janelle came back. Her her brain cells came back into her head, and she was like, Well, I basically told her. You know, Janelle, why do you feel like you need a phone? Because we had this discussion like a month ago. That's what pissed me off even more. Like, why would you accept the phone when we just said you're not getting one? But anyways, she decided uh, she wanted a phone. She felt like she wanted a phone because everybody else has a phone. You know, that infamous stage where everybody's like oh well every, oh my friends have this we have to have it shit you know you, did, you so, didn't do the you didn't do the mom thing where you go well if your friend jump off a bridge you're gonna jump too no no i didn't i didn't say that but i did tell her they may have all the man-made stuff but you have all the god-made stuff talk you have, to i said you have two eyes to see you know, your ears, your basically the whole package and more, right? And I said, do you know what these material things do to you as you get older, the longer you use it? you It's made to really be a distraction and mess your vision. It'll mess your freaking brain cells. The radio waves will make you go left. But anyways, <sighs> After that, she was like, I know, Mom, you want us to be free and be with nature and um, do what God wants of us. And and you want me to draw and draw art is my life. So, 
yeah, I, I really understand. And thank you for being my mom and for telling me the truth about everything. <laughs> and she was like, um, because I know we have to be free as long as we can, because when we get older, we're going to have a lot of responsibility and have to work all the time. Ooh. About time. <laughs> Man, that made me think of the um, time. I had a cell phone. I was um, seventh grade. I had a cell phone because I stayed after school, and it was it was strictly for one thing, to call my grandma, right? It was to call my grandma, cell phone, call my grandma. So it was one time. Cause you know, when whenever you tell people you have a cell phone back then, because uh -huh. you know, we didn't have cell phones. So it was this cool thing. Oh my god, you got a cell phone? My man, you you're the celebrity. So everybody trying to use the phone. I'm gonna call this person. I'm gonna call this person. Why are we calling all these people is beyond me? Because ain't nobody answering that we all at the same school. <laughs> we all at the same school. And it was a like it was a um it was a flip, yeah, it was one of those flip flip phones. Like this had to be, this had to be <laughs> early two thousands, because it was early 2000 because it was middle school so it was early 2000 something like that you know Man. oh my god you remember texting back in the day when you had to press like 50 million buttons to get to get to get an a i know but you know i could not get a phone until i graduated from high school and i had to work for it and get it in my name so <laughs> yeah they'll be doing the same thing well not really because the, the circumstances gonna make me get them a phone <laughs> oh. um, earlier than I anticipated and I'm not liking it but I will be getting them a flip phone and it's strictly no, for no. calling don't torture <laughs> don't torture the babies don't torture the babies because well, yeah, all y'all all y'all all y'all young people that don't know the flip phone is a flip phone <laughs> has the numbers and if you want to text like you want to if you want it like that's where that's where shorthand text came from like the what you know using a four to say four instead of type of F-O-R, no, you type in a four because you had to hit, you had to hit, let's say you want to um B, yeah, I press two. <laughs> like all this, uh, man, I can't, I, I'm having flags, but I had to stop talking because it was giving me, it was giving me a headache. Just think, they just say you have to press a lot of stuff to get a, to get one letter. And if you miss that letter, oh my God, you got to go all the way around. Oh my goodness. This is just the beginning of the road. But but listen, back to my story, because they ain't even the story. They ain't even the story. They ain't even the story. So my grandma gave me the cell phone. She gave me the cell phone. My mom's like, he don't need no cell phone. Because, you know, because we I caught I stay out of school because I ran track. So we stay out of school. You got to catch the late bus. She said, just in case something happened on the late bus. I never told my grandma that I, I you know, I used up all the minutes. I, so I think she gave me like 15 minutes. I used them all up. We we, we out here stunning. Cell phone. Stunt game. So we get the cell so. One day at school bus, we um the late bus or whatever. We go on the bus and it's a different bus driver. Oh hey, how you doing? How you doing, miss? You know, hey, yeah, you know, it's all it's like 10 of us on the bus. So she dropping out all the kids. And then it gets to this one point where she gets completely lost. I'm talking yeah. about she gets so lost that we don't know where we at. She don't know where she at, and she's an adult, and we in seventh grade. So we're like, oh, man, we're gonna die. Oh, you have a cell phone. Oh, yeah, Jesus Shuttlesworth do have a cell phone. Let me pull it out. <laughs> I'm gonna call my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 
you have no minutes. If you would like to refill your minutes, please call blah, 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 or visit your local supermarket. You know, you know, they're telling me I ain't got no minutes. I'm like, what the fuck, this? Oh, man. We was lost on that bus. My, to get to get mind you to get from my um to get from the middle school to um to my grandma house because then I'm from my grandma house I went home so to get from the middle school to my grandma house is a good probably fifteen minute drive. We was wow. stuck. We got we was lost on that bus for four hours. My girl was like, I was calling you and you didn't answer. I'm like, I, I to the day I never told my grandma I ain't had no minutes on that. <laughs> You had a cell phone, but the bus driver didn't. No, that, that's how rare it was to have it to have a cell phone at that time. Cause these, remember this this was before cell phones was popping. It was the early two thousands. Cause you remember, I think it was like it was before two thousand two. Cause I know when two thousand two rolled around, everybody had a cell phone. And you had to be in public talking. Cause I started high school in two thousand two, so you know everybody had a cell phone in high school. And everybody had to be talking on it at all times, and everybody had to see it. So it was before that. That's how rare it was to have a cell phone that nobody had one but me. Right. And we got lost. <laughs> and we drove by. I mean, we drove by Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell tweeted me last week, by the way. But um, we drove no, by Taco Bell. Awesome. The Taco Bell KFC combo like fifty times because neither none of us knew how to get anywhere. <laughs> but oh my god, that was that was disturbing. Man, but you know something though, the the children nowadays, you know, they it seems like they pop out of, you know, the mama, <laughs> knowing all this stuff. Cause they grow, cause they grow, cause they growing up in technology, which is going to become a problem because it's limiting their opportunities to think on their own or to learn outside of the interweb. Because remember, for us when we was younger, in order to get on the websites. You had to get the AOL or you had to have the dial up. Mm-hmm. And you was not going so many places because it took so damn long. Like if you if I let's say y'all, let's say MySpace or Friendster. If you wanted to go to one of those sites, man, you better get you you better get you you better go make you some noodles. You can go outside, play basketball a little bit. Cause it's gonna take it's gonna take a good two to three minutes to five minutes. Sometimes it takes ten minutes. You would, <laughs> And this, I remember on when um YouTube came out. Whew, you want to watch a YouTube video? Okay. <laughs> you want to watch this five minute YouTube video? Okay. See you in three hours. <laughs> so with that limited, with that limited ability to use the internet, because the internet as for us was still foreign at that time. So, so that limited access to the internet made us go outside and discover things. Nowadays, children don't discover anything because they they come out the womb, boom. Their parents are trying to immerse them into this technology and they're not immersing them into this technology in a nice creative way, like showing them how to code or showing them how to use it for Photoshop and stuff like that. It's, hey, look, let's get on Facebook. Let's get on every social media network. That's all people are using it for. Most people don't even read read web pages, like read blogs and news sites. I have this thing where I say that the internet would be great if it was used in the manner in which I, I imagine they wanted it to be. Like with all this, with all this endless amounts of technology and information that's on that's at your palm, you should be smarter than what you are. Like you should be, you can indulge yourself into the Roman Empire. At your, it's at your fingertips. Remember, remember you, if we wanted to, read, you, you remember encyclopedias? 
Yep. <laughs> let you let you be doing some work, then you need a psychopedia, and you, your your psychopedia set was missing that one book. Oh my god! I know, but you know what's disturbing too? The kids don't um, they don't bring home any books from school either. Like any like social studies, you know, English, whatever, um, science. No books. They don't come home with any books. The iPad. Yeah, they're they're they have a uh, rented laptop at school. That's too much. That's too much. Teach with books. I know and you're trying want... to keep up with the times, but teach with the books or teach yeah. it. Teach, don't teach it all, but you know, teach with the books. And and they wonder why my second grader needs a glasses already. All this damn all this damn computer pushing in your face. Lord. Speaking of computer pushing in your face, Chris Brown needs to push the computer away from his forever. Shout out to Call It B. Forever. Forever, ever. <laughs> you heard what he did recently, right? Whew, let him know. Because this, this touched my nerve. This, this pissed me the fuck off. Ooh, I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> okay. So recently, Chris Brown unveiled his new clothing line. The name I shall not say because no free publicity over here, bro. At the time of the release, some of his fans weren't happy with the $98 price tag on sweatpants and T-shirts. So the R&B singer, like he always does, jumped on Instagram and clapped back at those who complained about his pricey clothes. Instead of quietly disagreeing with the customer feedback, Chris opted to spaz on the people that dared to have opinion on his clothes that he was attempting to sell to them. In a now-deleted Instagram post, because why do people delete Instagram posts? I have no idea. People <laughs> screenshot those shit. Soon as they say, it'll say one second on it. Screenshot. Because especially, especially Chris, I have no self-control. Brown. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Chris scoffed. At the criticisms that his prices are too high, I want everybody to keep in mind that I don't say the b word, but he does. So I want you, I want you to feel the emphasis he puts on these words. Cry me a fucking river, you bitch niggas, killing over Jordans, waiting in line for Yeezys for days. My prices are H and M and Zara prices. I'm not running for president, nor did I say you had to buy anything. He writes. So like I always say, taste this fart I've been holding in on this plane to Paris. Shithead, Jesus Christ! That's that's how I imagine he said it because he, he he also put up a video. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. And that's not that's not done because because customer service is clearly not his strong point. But wait, there's more. Later, the 26 year old singer tripled down on his rude comments. Some of you so called fans are complaining about seventy dollars shirts, ninety dollars shirts. What the fuck are you be talking about when you say you buy? 10 to 15 albums. How much is that, bitch? Adding wow. another comment. You can't if you can't buy this, take your broke ass to Target. Oh. You want to go or should I go? Go ahead, let them have it. <laughs> oh my god. It's so much where do I start? First of all, Chris Brown, let me talk to you, man, cuz obviously somebody need to. You have two things to thank in life for your success. Two things only. You have God and you have fans. God decided when you was in line to being created that he was going to give you the talent of singing. You can do that. 
You can do that. But without these fans, you would not have any money. Now, you want to talk about holding in farts to Paris? You know who paying for that that fucking that plane that plane ticket to Paris? Not you. You're just the recipient of the money given by the fans that's out here buying these albums from you. So you telling the people that spend their hard-earned money on you that they can take their broke ass to Target? That they can suck farts, that they shitheads, that they bitch ass niggas, because they simply said, This is what this girl simply said to you. I thought I would be able to buy some of your clothing. I see that it's out of my price range. It's not affordable for me. Now, what did she say wrong in that, Lady Godiva? Nothing at all. How the fuck? She spoke for all the average people out here. Exactly. How how dare you tell this woman, oh, it's in your fucking price range. And not only is it in your price range, you're going to buy it because bitch niggas killing over Jordans. What the? So a bunch of idiots are so a bunch of idiots are killing each other over Jordans. So they justified the means of charging ninety dollars for a T-shirt to somebody that has no direct effect over anything that's going on with Michael Jordan. Because this woman, I can guarantee this woman is not out here killing other people for Jordans or have any inkling of doing that so because of because of them because of a bunch of people that have nothing to do with this situation you gonna charge this woman 90 dollars for a t-shirt then you talk about h&m i went to h&m before we recorded this podcast h&m has 20 20 t-shirts 25 hoodies 40 jeans now i always say a good price for jeans is 120 20 you know 120 100 40 shit you better get you two player Get right. you one of every color. Ball out of control. Wilding, styling, profiling. You know, that's a joke. Laugh because you're getting ethered. But anyway, <laughs> now you want to talk about Kanye West and um, did he really <laughs> he really took a Kanye West song and tried to put it in his in his um in his reply? Because his um they camp out for they wait in line for Yeezys for days or whatever. People that's one of the biggest complaints about Kanye West's clothing line is that it's overpriced. Oh. The sneakers, what the sneakers run you three fifty. A lot of people complain about the sneakers, but back to but 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 you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend Kanye West when it comes to his clothing line because he was also selling ninety dollar shirts and we all complained about it. You know what Kanye West said? What? I'm gonna try to work on the prices for y'all. That was his whole reply. And this is this is Kanye West. The uh, if you got a problem with something, I'm gonna tweet fifteen tweets about it. Kanye West. The Kanye West said, I'm gonna work on the prices for y'all. I understand that not everybody can afford it, but I'm going to work on the prices. That's what he said. Now, if he don't actually work on the prices, cool. We don't have to buy it. But he also didn't call us shitheads. He didn't tell us to suck his farts. He didn't tell us, you take your broke ass to Target. What? What's, Sorry, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with Target, by the way. It's nothing huh? at all wrong with Target. Target I know. Like, how, what? You could be... You you mad because Target don't sell your CD. Right. <laughs> They really don't. <laughs> no, Target don't sell. Man, a lot of people haven't. A lot of people haven't fucked with Chris Brown, like me included. A lot of people haven't fucked with Chris Brown since what he did to Rihanna. Like that's just something you can never be forgiven for. I don't care about you saying you're sorry and all these other things because you're obviously not sorry because you you tr- all these examples you're showing constantly. You're you're harassing Karuchi by telling her when her talent run out and all this other shit. You call her manager a fat fuck and all this you just popping off on her. You're you're uncomfortable you uncomfortably calling her name out on fuck you right to sleep. Like I was starting to like you a little bit. Cause that fuck you right to sleep girl, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. That's a hot song. He put he put Usher on it. You know, you know I'm not gonna sing. I'm not gonna fuck. You don't deserve me singing that song because I don't even like it no more. So you mean mm-hmm. you was trying? I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt because I love to see a, re- a great redemption story. You you was a fuckhead. You was a shit. You the real shithead. You the shithead that got it together. But nope, nope, nope. Same old shithead talking about some fucking. I'm not running for. Pre- you might well run for president. You acting just like Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> only, only difference between you and Donald Trump is Donald Trump don't use the n-word Surpri- Ooh, that's surprising right there that really is surprising say, he said cry me a fucking river cry you a fucking river how you gonna tell people and then you acknowledge that people buy 10 to 15 of your albums I'm pretty sure those people that buy 10 to 15 of your albums it's called over exaggerating Chris sure. you probably buy two he said so this is this is the funny thing that I want a lot of you to that I want a lot of y'all to notice. He he said that um he said what what the fuck you be talking about when you said you buy ten to fifteen albums? How much is that bitch? So he's seeing the opportunity to uh, he's exporting you at this point. He's acknowledging that he sees that you would do whatever he tells you to do, or you will buy whatever he puts out. So he said if we put these clothing this clothing line out and we charge as much as much money as we want to, these people are going to fuck to me because look at all the stupid shit I do on the daily and they still rock with me and defend me. It's probably somebody in his comment section right now defending him. It's probably somebody that's going to come at us. I wouldn't advise you to come at us because I wouldn't advise Chris Brown to come at us because I'm holding I'm holding back punches because I would love to throw that ether jab at you. Don't play with me. Don't play with me, little boy. Like you always, you, you always know that Chris Brown is going at these females zero to 100 real quick. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Always to make these females, but he won't step to it. I'm not, I'm not, a, I don't gossip. So, you know what? I'm just going to say, you want to charge $90 for a t shirt. That is your every right to. But when somebody says that they can afford it, you can, you, you how, how you going to tell somebody that basically pays for your lifestyle to go suck a fart? That pissed me the fuck off. You don't go sit your little dumb ass down. So, you mean, tell me. <laughs> The only reason you are successful is because of God and your fans. The talent was given to, to you by God. The fans bought the records. It's somebody right now that's just as talented as you that didn't get that lucky break. Because succeeding in life when it comes to music or anything in the, mu- the music industry or entertainment industry comes down to luck. Hard work pays. Hard work is something that God can give you. But... The fans buying your record because it's, it's a lot of people. It's a Omarion is not in the same position you're in, right? And it has nothing to do with talent. And mm-hmm. Omarion ain't a fucker. Omarion ain't a shithead. Omarion is, has not been given the same. You have been given extraordinary opportunities to succeed, and yet you keep on spitting the people's face that made it all possible. They buy your record. Who? I don't know who be I don't know who advising you stupid ass celebrities when it comes to this, but who do y'all think buys these records when y'all put them out? Mm-hmm. The people you just call broke, the people yeah. you telling them to take their ass to Target. That's the person that's buying your record. That person you just told to go to Target, take your broke ass to Target. This is what I, I buy for all you Chris Brown fans. Never buy anything from this clown again. <sighs> Never, never. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck if he make the. I don't. I don't care if he make. Speaking of purple rain, I don't care if he make a purple. I don't care if he make the magnet a greatest album ever. Don't buy it. He doesn't deserve you. 
He just showed you what you're worth to him. He argued with y'all all the time. You know, you know what that just sounds like to me. What? And this is so bad, but it sounds like women that are being verbally abused and they just take the person back. This is exactly what it is. Chris Brown is verbally abusing y'all. And y'all just like, oh, he a good man. Because it's some dumbass woman right now that goes, oh, I can change him. He calling Karuchi out her name. He beating Rihanna. But you can change him. He goes off on Karuchi at any, at any given time for no reason at all. But this is a man that you think that you should be in a relationship with. Y'all motherfuckers deserve this shit. Like, not that girl. Not that, not that sweetheart. I'm so sorry that you had to go through this. I'm so sorry that you had to experience this shithead because she's she commented back like, damn, all I said is I couldn't afford it. Like, you really hurt this woman's feelings. Hmm. So I'm so sorry that she had to go through this, but all you other, y'all motherfucker got to stop letting this nigga out the hook. Because hmm. you got black, I, that Chris Rock joke, you got black people, you got niggas. Chris Brown's a nigga. Simple and plain. Done with you. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, please reply. <laughs> I'm actually holding some stuff back because I would like to drop a bomb. I know I'm not a female or nothing, but please reply. Say what you got to say. Do it. Just do it. And Solid Bubba said, just do it. You know what I want to know? What is up with Paris? Who? Oh, Paris. You know, they keep mentioning Paris. Paris, Paris. That was that was where he could show off his what he's showing off his wealth to the people that made him the money. What the fuck? I'm I'm gonna tell you, hold him, nigga, motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. I kick in your ass <laughs> directly in your ass. Get the fuck out of here. I said, y'all ready for the awkward mail? Awkward mail. Everybody's favorite part of the podcast, where you ask questions and we give you answers. If you would like some advice, please be sure to send all your information along with Chris Brown. If you want my information, here's a go. Javars at planetofthesandcorn.com. Javars is spelled J-A-V-A-R-I-S at Planet of the Sandcorn. Sandcorn is spelled S-A-N-Q-U-O-N.com. I'll be waiting also, if you would like to email the female of the podcast, because I know it's probably something you into yelling at women because you're scared of men. <gasps> Her email address is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. Kadir is spelled G-H-A-D-I-R at wordsbyladyg.com. Thank you. <laughs> Come with it. Okay, so first one. Here we go. My daughter came home from school the other day with bruises on her body. When I asked her how she got them, she told me a little boy beat her up at recess. I went to the school to talk with her teacher, but nothing was done. And my daughter came home with another bruise yesterday. What should I do? Chris Brown, do you have an answer to that? <laughs> Yo, she should, but nah, for real, she should really go to the school and get the get the knuckin' if you booking. No, if you book, boy. That's my answer, man. I mean, your daughter coming home with bruises, and first, first of all, my, my daughter only has to come home from. Princess only got to come home from school with bruises one time. We know what the hell that happened. Mm-hmm. 
You done gave them. You done gave them more. Letting her come home and then telling a teacher and then nothing being done about it. You done gave them more than you. You nicer than me. Because now I'm going to the school and I'm cussing out the teacher. I'm finding the. I wouldn't advise hitting little children, but I'd be like, I I let my daughter know. Fuck them up. Fuck them up. My mom always told me if somebody touched you at school to fuck them up. So fuck them up. And then be standing there with your fucked up child waiting for the mom and dad to come on. <laughs> exactly. You let the child get, you, you You handle the child. Then when the mom and daddy come, you handle them too. And then you handle the teacher too because you told this teacher. So this teacher could have been on the lookout. You tried to be nice. You tried to be nice. See, you're nicer than us because we just rowdy. We all hyped up. We all ready to go. You know, you're like, no, I'm going to handle this in a nice conservative way. And I'm like, just tell the teacher and then the teacher like telling me for it. And the teacher did nothing. So now it's time for you to go to the school and handle your business. Yep. Maybe well, record it for World Star. Go go Medea on them. Cause I seen I seen this video on World Star. They get into fight or these women get to fight and then one of them took a wig off. It's like, oh, let's go now. Like, oh my god. <laughs> That's the that's crazy. Oh, okay. So, awkward male number two. Here we go. I married the woman of my dreams two months ago. I asked my father to be my best man, and he accepted, but he didn't fulfill his duties. There was no bachelor party, no best man speech, and he and my mother left the reception after only an hour. I was hurt and disappointed. I have avoided talking to him since. Should I tell him how much he hurt me or just try to forgive and forget? Let down groom in Macon, Georgia. Wait, time out. Why we wouldn't invite it? Then we tell them <laughs> we were talking about the gay marriage and we were talking about Woody um, Gutierrez or whatever. And I was like, hey, we want to be invited to some weddings. Right. I'm going you were making. Dr- you want to answer his question first? Sure. First off, I don't get why people assume that because someone accepts something, a title, that they automatically know what comes with this title. Like, for example, dun dun dun, best man. What if your father doesn't know? the duties of a best man. And uh, that's why your duties, those duties were not fulfilled. But anyway- But he has to the speech, right? Well, yeah, the speech, okay. Well, how old is your father? Maybe he's older. Maybe he just, maybe he's camera shy. Maybe, you know, I, I get why you're upset, but he's your father, just, he showed up to the wedding. <laughs> He was now, there. This man didn't have. So you mean tell me your father didn't have? You should have. So you had no bachelor party. No. So you had no scrippers. No scrippers in Georgia. So you was in Georgia, home of Magic City, the blue. Now nah, you don't want to go to Blue Flame. You don't want to go to Blue Flame. They got bullet holes. They um. They're a little older. They're probably flabby. So you have you got Magic City. Onyx, you got Onyx, you got all these script clubs. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the um script club. And they be like, 
you didn't mention all script club on your podcast. I'm like, I didn't know you listened to podcasts, but anyway, but you got all these script clubs. You got Atlanta is home of the script clubs. Actually, Oregon has more script clubs than us, but Atlanta is home of the script clubs. And he didn't think, hey, it's a bachelor party. I should take my. Okay, first of all, it's kind of creepy because I wouldn't want my dad to be my best. I was about to say that. Like, as I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. I'm like Magic uh, Onyx, Blue Flame. I'm like, I wouldn't. Jazzy Tees, Jazzy Tees. None of these sound like something I want to take my father to. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Like, it's, that is so awkward. Yeah. Why would, you set yourself up for asking your father to be the best man. How old are you, son? Like, you should have got <laughs> somebody your age. <laughs> How old are you, son? Yo, for real, you can't be out here asking your father to be the best. Man. I just thought about, see, if you invited us to your wedding, we would have threw you a bomb-ass bachelor party. Would have been at Magic City, you know, um, DJ Esco, DJ Esco, the coolest DJ around. Could have been playing that future. But that was a comma, but that was a comma, yeah. Um, down, down, down. Would have had them thought, would have had to make it rain. We don't get no <laughs> and then when you bring a girl to the strip club with you, did all the girls gravitate around you? Man. See? See, this is what happens. We got don't listen to us because we said we want to be invited. Y'all didn't invite us to your bachelor party. So now you got your daddy out here talking about some, well, I don't know what it means to pop that because I ain't popping nothing. <laughs> ain't nothing getting popped. He ain't getting no speech. He ain't getting no I can give a speech right now if you want me to, man. He probably he probably left the reception an hour later because some shit was going down he didn't approve of. They start playing that don't stop, da, da, don't stop, put that pussy rich. They're like, whoa. What you working with? <laughs> work, 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 work. What you working with? They probably started with some um we in Georgia. Probably started with some um some rascal flats and then it went to Dean can't hold me back. Dean can't hold me back. Like, whoa. What the fuck? Like, oh my God. I can just see it now. Can't hold me Visualize. Then <laughs> you and your friends broke out into like a mosh pit of Dean can't hold me back. Dean can't yeah, hold me back. Dad's blood pressure probably couldn't handle it. Then Nick Minaj came on. My Anda kind of don't. He was like, what? My Anda kind of <laughs> don't want none unless you got buns, hun. He was like, oh, oh wait, his, fuck his out of here. His mother left too. Oh, his mom, his mama, his mama. Oh, God. Don't tell me the bride started booty popping. Started twerking. <laughs> what you twerking with? Work, work, work. Yo, y'all see, y'all see, see. I feel bad for you because you could have had a bomb bachelor party, man. We we would have threw you a bomb bachelor party. I'm telling you, the coolest DJ around. If young Mitchell don't trust you, I'm a Simpson. Hey, Taliban, Halloween. Why? Why the beginning of that song they say Taliban Halloween? That's what I. That's what I was questioning. Like, like what the fuck, Taliban. Halloween, like <laughs> he goes, he goes, jump man, jump man, jump man. Them boys up the so- how, how the fuck you ain't in jail? How your little Canadian ass ain't getting your damn passport revoked? Like get the fuck out of here! 
He goes <laughs> up to something. They done spent like two or three weeks out the country. What the fuck is going on in this song? <laughs> he was busy working with Rihanna. <laughs> Yo, I was speaking of um jump man. I wanted when 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 them Donald Trump people was um dishes was talking all that shit. I thought it was good comeback, but nobody was talking to, to me after then. They all blocked me or whatever. I was gonna say, um, where's your address? <laughs> I wanna take you out for um chicken and chicken and french fries. Cause you know the song be like chicken chick chicken and french fries for don't hold that one of this. <laughs> <laughs> they won't go get the reference, but I really wanted to say that so bad. That would have been so corny, but it would have been funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, conclusion, we would have made it rain and you should have invited us. Yes, man. Y'all think what the hell's wrong with you? Next one we coming. But hopefully Ooh. you don't have a next. Hopefully you don't have a next one. Right. But everybody else, next one we coming. And we, we would like to thank you guys for joining us this week on the Aqua Minority Podcast. Good night. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter. Tweet, tweet. And we will catch you guys and gals later. Later.